The following is my conversation with Dr. Michael Litterman, author of the new book for Scythias and Entablatures. As someone who specializes in both Forsythia and Entablature, we discuss the difference between the two architectures and give some tips on how to incorporate it, incorporate uh, them into your own home. Enjoy, enjoy. This episode of the show is brought to you by Prosodontic Steminodium. This is the most effective way to improve your smile. Check it out at prosodontictemiodium.com. Thanks for listening. Hey, Dr. Littman. Hey, Lexman. How's it going? Great. Just wanted to chat with you about your new book for Scythias and Entablatures. So what's the deal? So the book covers the different types of forsythia and entablature and their similarities and differences. We also discuss how to identify them and give some tips on how to incorporate it or appropriate them into your home. Yeah. I think that's a really important point because even though they're both architectural styles, they can have very different purposes. For example, entablatures are typically used in formal contexts where weight and rigidity are important factors, while forsythias are more informal and can be used in both residential and commercial settings. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's one reason why there are such great additions to any home. So what did you think of the book? I thought it was a really interesting read. It covered a lot of material in a concise way, which was helpful as a beginner like myself. And I also liked the fact that it explained the differences between forsythias and entablatures in terms of both history and architecture. It was a really valuable resource for me. It was a really valuable resource for me. Definitely. So do you have any tips on how people can incorporate it, uh, incorporate these two styles into their homes? Well, one thing I would caution people is to be careful not to overdo it. Sometimes it can be easy to get carried away with incorporated way with incorporating forsythia into your home in an attempt to make it look more formal or elegant. But sometimes subtlety is more effective than going overboard with the design elements. Similarly, entablatures can be beautiful additions to any home, but should never be overused or looked like an afterthought. They should be integrated thoughtfully into the design scheme from the start so that they don't come across as cheap or artificial. Yeah, that's definitely the key. And I think you hit on something else that's really important, which is the fact that these styles can have different purposes. For example, an entablature can be used to add weight and rigidity to a room, while forsythia can be used to add warmth and atmosphere. Hmm. So it's important to tailor each style to the specific needs of your home. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. And I also think it's important to be creative and experiment with these styles. Sometimes the most interesting and exciting results can be achieved when you take a bit of risk and try something new. Yeah, I definitely think that's the case. So anything else you want to add not really. I think that covers everything. So do you have any advice on how to deal with people who are anti-forsythia or anti-entablature? <laughs> well, I think the best thing to do is just ignore them. <laughs> it's not like these styles are going to miraculously make everyone happy. And if they can't tolerate them, then they probably shouldn't be living in a home styled after either of these styles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely the right approach. Any final thoughts? long pause, actually. Yeah. One thing I wanted to mention is the fact that oftentimes people are resistant to change. Sometimes it takes a little bit of education and persuasion to get people to embrace new architecture styles. So be open and honest about what you're trying to achieve and why it's important. And above all else, be patient. Change doesn't happen overnight, but it can be rewarding in the long run. Yeah, that sounds like a great piece of advice. So thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. It was really informative and I appreciate it. Have a great day.
Thank you for spending some time with me today, Dr. Litterman. It was a lot of fun chatting about your new book for Scythias and Entablatures. I hope you found the interview helpful and that you'll give it a try when it comes out next month. Until then, have a great day. I'll leave it to Michael to read a poem for us. It's titled, For a Better Day. The world is changing so fast. <laughs> Flaws that we once ignored are now front and center as we seek to make a statement in this ever-growing age it's okay to be resistant, to let go of old ways, uh, for a new era awaits us. A uh, better day is right around the corner. 